0: Welcome to another episode of the Equality in Business podcast, our podcast to create awareness about equality in the business world by actively engaging students about relevant topics in a professional manner. My name is Ines and I'm a master's student at Catholic Lisbon. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the importance of behaving in a way that is aligned with our culture and values. More specifically, we will be discussing why this is crucial to the success of companies. And to talk with us about this, I'm really excited to introduce to you Margarida Esteves Calado, who is head of people at Everest. A very warm welcome to you, Margarida, and thank you so much for being here with us today. Shall we get started?
1: Sure, thank you for inviting me.
0: Of course, we would like to start with a little ritual. At the end of each podcast episode, our guests ask a question related to equality to our next guest, in this case, you. In our last episode, we spoke with Vitor Sortarish from the Portuguese Council for Refugees. The question Vitor left for you was, if you only had one minute to flee your country, what would you take with you?
1: Well, thank you for the reflection, I guess. Um, I think no one should ever, ever have to ask the uh, answer to that question. Um, and probably there is no possible right answer to that. Uh, so I guess I only have empathy for those who may ever have to leave it and, um, and think about that. I cannot give another answer than that.
0: Yes, I understand. This is actually a really difficult question to answer and Mm -hmm. I completely agree with you. Uh, but moving on to today's topic, mm-hmm. we would like to start by sharing with our listeners Everest's beliefs, which I quote At Everest, the most important asset is our people and their all round development. High professional performance thrives in an environment of responsible freedom. So, what initiatives does Everest have to assure the development of people, and how do you create, create this environment of responsible freedom?
1: Well, actually, this is um, this is a topic that comes from our um, it's in our genetics, I would say. Uh, the way that the company was uh, founded uh, many years ago, it was uh, based on on a vision of our of our founder. And the vision was if you hire good professionals with good hearts, and you get out of their way they will do amazing stuff so basically this was the, his vision when he created the company so if you just need to you know cre- um, hire the right people with the right values and and give them freedom so they they will not only do what you need them to do but enhance that, look for uh, even other ways of doing it and and uh, evolve your company. So this is really, really in our genetics, in our foundation. Uh, so it's a really, it's like a very foundational in our culture and our values, the way that we behave, the way that we um, lead also. So when you, when you join the company, um, if you ask something to your manager, the most likely answer you'll get is what would you do? So this is this is really uh, something that it's on uh, our day-to-day in our behaviors, in our communication, uh, because it comes from our um, foundation, from our founder, I would say. So of course, everything uh, loops around this, uh, all our processes, all our programs, um, the expectations even that the employees have towards everything new that we implement is around uh, having this responsible freedom. So it's actually one of our values the responsible freedom and our values always come in pairs like this responsible freedom it's freedom but it's with responsibility so it's not just about doing whatever you you feel like but you do and you uh, take on the responsibility of your decisions So um, uh, this is the way that we that we behave at Everish. Of
0: course, and it makes total sense. Everywhere, it should be like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you. Uh, that sounds really amazing and really helpful. And we also know that Everest really cares about their collaborators' well-being, being extremely important that they have a personalized and adaptive experience inside a company. So could you share with us how you make this happen and which benefits Everest, Everest provides to its collaborators?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, Sure. I think this is something that I only joined a year and a half ago, but I'm really proud to say that the the company has been uh, thinking like this for, for a long time now, even before maybe it was such a trend that it is like, like it is today Mm -hmm. in the market. Um, so it's also really connected to the culture and to the values that I was uh, telling you about. Um, so the, this coherence, this walking the talk about what we stand for, and then also provide that type of, um, of benefits and programs to the, to, to us as employees, because I'm also an employee, of course. Mm -hmm. So we have some benefits that I can tell you about, like, um, for many years now, we have the summer schedule. So in the months of June, July, and August, uh, you you may not work on the Friday afternoons, so you can take a longer weekend and you can enjoy the, the daylight and the, the summer days. Also, we have implemented flexible and hybrid work models. So it's really everyone deciding what's best for them at every moment. So if you want to work fully remote, um, you can work fully remote. If you want to work fully presential, you can work fully presential. If you want to have uh, some kind of um, other type of percentages of of split, you can have that as long as the project you are working on. Supports that. So, of course, we as a company believe that having some presentiality is important for you know relationship making and that type of, of, of things. Um, but but that's but that's our that's really our belief. It's you should use the presential, uh, the face to face moments for um, some specific activities and not just for the sake of it, but for some specific at- activities like brainstorming, collaboration and relationship uh, making, stuff like that. Uh, we also have um, for many years now as well, um, a, f- a flex band program. So you ha- you can choose the benefits you have as an employee. So depending on the, the lifestyle that you have or the, the moment in your life that you're at, you might value some benefits and not others. So you have this uh, flex, Band program where a catalog where you can choose the benefits you that are more um, relevant to you. We also have some extra vacation days so you can have more uh, six days than the the legal ones uh, if you're meeting some criteria, of course, but you can have more six days of vacation throughout the year. And we have also implemented two uh, very good programs. One is called Mys Apoyo Plus Support, I would say in English, Mm -hmm. and it's basically a partnership that we've done with a with a provider, that they are available twenty four seven to all our employees and their uh, nuclear family. Uh, to provide specialized support on some areas that, the, the uh, as, as employees, we might need, like legal support, fiscal support, um, finance support, uh, psychological support, uh, psychosocial support. So whenever you might feel like you have a problem with um, a doubt, like uh, fulfilling your taxes, forms, or uh, you have a problem with some... Um, uh, you're going through a divorce, or you're feeling uh, like a bit depressed, or whatever you have. Twenty-four-seven, you and your nuclear family have twenty-four-seven um, this this partnership that provides specialized support to you uh, to you every day. Also, we have a, a well-being program, which is a program that uh, you can have uh, within your work schedule throughout the week. You can have. Um, physical activity, you can have meditation sessions, you can have stretching sessions, and you can have also ergonomics. Um, so lots of sessions to also support, you know, this this uh, mentality of the body, mind and soul, right? Uh, so you can take care of, of yourself in all your dimensions while you work at Everish.
0: That is really interesting and really cool to to see that on the on the company and so many initiatives. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, also every's vision is quote unquote to be a worldwide company that excels both ethically and emotionally, a company that is led by values and where dreams really can come true. End quote. Everys has been supporting athletes who embody its culture and values in their attitude through partnerships. How do you help them in fulfilling their dreams?
1: We, su- we support them or we sponsor them in some ways. We sponsor them with uh, with endorsements, but mainly with our belief. Um, it's really some uh, we're t- really talking about some athletes that we um, that we try to make part, to take part in their lives in their in their. Um, in their dreams, so we share and we celebrate their accomplishments internally with our employees, but also externally uh, in 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 our social media, and also the way that we invite our coworkers and our clients also to do that with us. So it's really about uh, creating an ecosystem of support and celebration with these with these athletes. So it's either through internal media, social media, or even events like we we also um, sponsor the World Paddle Tour or the Ironman. So some some events that are connected with sports that we feel it's so relatable with, with our values and what we stand for.
0: And we know that you partner up with athletes such as Melanie Santos, who is an Olympic tri- triathlete, or Sofia Rouge, who is Portugal Padel champion. Uh, why does every uh, multinational consultancy company choose to partner with them? What is the link between sports and the company?
1: Yeah, maybe as I was mentioned, it's not it's not it's embodied in Melanie and Sophia, but also in other partnerships like the World Paddle Tour or the Ironman. So, as a company, we really live our values, and sports are intrinsically connected with 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 our values. So, when I talk about the well-being of our employees, so. When we sponsor these athletes and when we sponsor these type of events, we are also sponsoring the well being of of the society, of everyone in, in in Portugal. So it's it's our way of also giving back to the community to make sure that we have an impact that is longer and lasting than just our employees, but also um also the Portuguese people so it's about that it's about sports being interesting, intrinsically connected with our with a well-being that we stand for with growth that we also stand for with challenge that we also stand for like even challenging ourselves and achievement of course so we find so many touch points with sports and and the way that we conduct business that that it's very natural for us these these sponsorships
0: of course it makes total sense Uh, Also, uh, one of the goals of the partnership with UJ is to increase women's representation among top athletes in Portugal. Uh, Could you tell us a bit more about this? Mm
1: -hmm. Sure. Sure. Well, uh, as I I said, we most of all, we we partner with athletes we relate to and we feel that embody our our values. So, athletes that reinforce the the changes we see and work towards uh, in the world. So we feel that both Sophia and Melanie are great ambassadors of, of that of what I mentioned before of these people that are good professionals but also with very good hearts. Um, so we are pro- we are proudly supporting them, and we are proudly supporting gender equality, either it's in sports or in business areas, of course. So so it's throughout throughout the activities.
0: Great! What you're doing is super important, and congratulations! And uh, another great initiative of Everest is its program that supports nonprofit organizations mm. in achieving their goals and create a greater impact in their communities. Uh, I'm talking about the program "Amaze Impact." Mm. Uh, why did Everest decide to create the program? It
1: was um, a happy conjunction of of, of some things. Uh, on one hand, this aim to contribute to the society that I've been also been talking about because this is this is really something that we've been doing since we we've started in Portugal. Uh, we have been doing this um, uh, some work with the social responsibility and having some impact and uh, giving back to the society we are at. Um, but but also now it was connected also with reducing inequalities. So this is really connected with some work that we are doing to towards our. Uh, um, United Nations organizations uh, sustainable development uh, goals. So we have some of those ODSs how we say it in Portugal in Portuguese right the the ODS. Yeah. Uh, we have we have some that we have picked as our priorities. One of them is the 10th that it's about reducing inequalities. And so we decided to um, to mix the the this like so, social responsibility with our work towards the the reducing inequalities inequalities sorry, and together with our expertise so digital transformation. So of course this is what we do digital transformation. So how can we use our expertise? an expertise that is so important these days. Even with the pandemic, it became even more important because, of course, all companies, all institutions just started to really um, be concerned and to need to need to boost their digital transformation. And while companies might have it easier, for institutions, it's not that easy. They don't have the same resources, the same accesses that companies do. So what we decided was to create this, this program that would be... Fulfilling these these three things: it's social responsibility, reducing inequalities, and using our expertise on digital transformation. So basically, we opened this um, contest for some companies to for some institutions to apply, if they wanted support on their digital transformation, and namely, in, in this in this case, creating um, creating um, Salesforce based platform so they can manage their their the um, their sponsorships, their endorsements, their uh, donors. So something that would help them su- support their, their business, let's say. So we opened the, the contest, some institutions applied, and then we started selecting some of uh, the institutions to support. And this is something that will take for some months. Uh, it's still ongoing. And we are supporting four support institutions these days with their digital transformation, namely implementing this Salesforce-based platform to manage their their Fundraising, let's say.
0: Well, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were talking about the SDGs, and we at Recounting Business we also found them, uh, one namely the one that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we have to, to represent them and to work towards them. Mm-hmm. And uh, my next question goes in line with what you were talking about and the digital transformation work that you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are the main challenges uh, organizations face, and how does every expect them uh, to? Help them to overcome those challenges. Uh, how do you assist the organizations in their digital transformation?
1: Mm-hmm. Of course. So this is an, uh, this is a very good question because it's not just about you know we have this solution here and we just you know provide the solution to the institutions. No, we do these, we do a diagnosis. We try to understand what are the pain points for each institution. Uh, we adapt uh, and we implement a solution that is. Uh, um, Tailored to this institution's needs, and then we also still for for a couple of months we still um, monitor this 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 institution and the way that they are uh, dealing with the new um, the new uh, tool, and we give them a, our advice and our expertise for a couple of months, and then we help them also on measuring their results. So the idea is really that it's. Um, a solution that supports each of these institutions in their main needs. For instance, you might have an institution that needs um, the uh, the solution to you know to understand better if uh, if there are there are some moments in the year where they have uh, more fundraising than others. Maybe some institutions have uh, some corporate uh, donors and some uh, individual donors, some big volume. Um, uh, donations and some low volume donations so uh, they might have different needs to manage their their donations the contributions that they have so we try to adapt also that uh, those solutions to their needs so it's it's so it's really something that adds value to their to their running business let's say
0: mm-hmm. uh, and what are the main goals of this program and what are your expectations for the future
1: so the main goals w- w- the main goal was this one was to uh, make sure that the institutions um, also have the opportunity to work on their digital transformation so to reduce that inequality let's say uh, with the corporate world or even with with uh, more uh, public uh, institutions but these these profit institutions to have the same opportunities of digital transformation and with that of course the idea is that they have more and more lasting impact on their activities so that's why the program is called mi impact to more impact mm-hmm. um, we are trying to support their their impact um, and 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 this is this is the ongoing program that we have today so we had uh, lots of applications for this program and we are um, today seeing that it's 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 very fulfilling to see how it's ongoing so we have for now the dream to keep this program uh, going for further years and uh, improving, always improving, of course, with the feedback, with the learnings that we have from this first uh, edition.
0: Of course, and what, with what you were saying before about responsible freedom, um, I was thinking about critical thinking and this is a, a, an extra question that I just okay. remember from hearing you. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what do what you feel is your personal uh, thought about this? Do you think that us as a society are we developing, the, developing this critical thinking that all this information that we have available is helping us as a society? Or do you feel the, the opposite? Do you feel that we are going back, uh, so to say, in these aspects?
1: That's the $1 million question, Inesha. <laughs> but, but I guess I, can, I, I don't think that we... I don't think I can say that having the, all the access to this information—it's—it's it's not a good thing. Uh, I think it's—it's it's, what is needed is the way to, that we can manage and parse and deal with this information. So of course, critical thinking, as you were saying, it's—it's um, it's super important. Prioritizing is super important. Uh, being able to n- not losing the ability to focus is super important. So I guess it's—it's it's about. Uh, coping with that in a way that um, that it doesn't lose relevance and it doesn't drive us crazy of course. Um, but, it, but it, I don't think we're going to go backwards on that. So the information is there for everyone to grab. It's just about the way of the way that the, the skills that we need to develop to make sure that that's a good thing and not and not a bad thing.
0: Thank you for Mm -hmm. answering this extra question. (laughs) We are now reaching the end of today's podcast episode. Before we say goodbye to you, Marguerite, we would like you to take part in our ritual and ask a question that you would like to see answered by our next podcast guest.
1: Sure. Um, My question is in line with with, with what we've been talking uh, in this podcast episode. It's um, for the next... um, Person that is coming to the to the podcast, um, that what do you think or how do you think one can guarantee equality is embedded in the mindset in the culture of a company and then reflected in all the, its processes instead of something that it's isolated or um, like an island, but something that it's really embedded in the mindset in the culture of a company. Um, all ideas are are, are welcomed. <laughs>
0: Uh, And thank you so much for your question. I'm sure that our next guest will have a great response. And thank you again so much for your time and valuable insights. It was really interesting. I really liked talking to you, having these minutes. It was a pleasure having you here with us today. Uh, our next of course you're welcome our next episode will be online on the 29th of october feel free to always reach out to us on our social media accounts you'll find us at equality in business on linkedin facebook and instagram looking forward to talking to you in a week and until then stay healthy and safe